Hey, CRB fighters. Thank you so much once again for tuning back into this episode. So this episode is going to be a little different than most. Um, and we might attack, Drew and I, we might attack it from a, a different kind of angle and perspective because, um, I mean, it was demonic influences which led us to Christ. And yeah, I just, uh, I hope you're open-minded, have an open mind, heart, and spirit uh, to listen to this. And yeah, just get ready because it will be raw and real. And this, on a side note, is something um, in a way just dear to my heart talking about um, just possession and demonic things because I I went through some of this stuff and to living with um, a practicing witch, um, seeing her get possessed and her face literally starts to shift around and change really opened up my mind to these demonic influences. And at the time I was, I was borderline like Christian. Like I was, I was open to Christ and, um, that was kind of, a the turning point for me right there. And I'm like, you know what? I think I need to get away from this. And yeah, it was after that. That's when it started to get, um, very interesting in my life. If you heard my testimony when living with her, I would also witness these shadow entities. I would see things move. I would feel things touch me. I literally felt like I was being strangled. And that's about the time I started going to the church. And it does make a massive difference, a massive difference when you are around a community of believers and you have that relationship with Christ. Not just believe in Christ, but you have a relationship with him. But uh, there will be um, a little excerpt taken I think I say excerpt, excerpt <laughs> uh, taken out of this movie um, here shortly. And it's just going to show you just how cunning and crafting these demons can be in trying to deceive you. And also, on another note, um, we this was actually one of our first uh, YouTube lives um, that we treated like a podcast instead of like a random YouTube live. And we're going to start doing them more often. Uh, so far, we're doing it on Fridays. Um, it's going to be around 10 to 10.30 p.m. So, yeah, and, and it can jump. Maybe one day it'll just be Medina. Maybe it'll be me or maybe it'll be both of us. But we're wanting to keep this up. Uh, and it's really, really good talking to you guys, too, on there. So if you're not doing anything Friday evenings, yeah, check us out. 10 to 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, and you're probably going to love this. But um, I'm going to create like a little trailer for this or promo, whatever you'd call it. And I'm starting to create merch. So it's going to be cool shirts that are going to have pretty fantastic graphics. And I'm going to say this right here, right now. I have so many ideas of things to make, but I honestly want to hear some ideas of what you guys would like to see. So just shoot us an email, cryptidwarfare@gmail.com, and just give me like an idea in one or two sentences, what you think would be a cool graphic for a t-shirt. And if I pick yours, then I'll give you 20 to 25% off um, to the Etsy store. And you can pick whatever you want, or you can even pick your own design. And I can send you a link to it once I'm um, done creating it. But it does take me a while to put the image together and all that fun stuff. But who knows? But yeah, there's that. And um, the shirts will be live this week if you're wanting to go check out some of the merch. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be growing. So right now there are probably about 10 on there. But anyway, with that said... It's going to jump into the show. Oh. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Rusty. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Disobey, then his fate would mirror ours, and you didn't disappoint. Then came the tares among the wheat. In that moment, spirit became matter, flesh became a vessel. Self-will and self-seeking began a lusting after sin and impurity. And man, created to be king over nature, became its slave. A master, conquered and fettered. And sin brought him and his descendants to us. And we began our forever mission. <coughs> destroy you he made you in his image but we remade you in ours so that's it that's your entire plan not not to make something of your own just to just to destroy us no our plan is to hurt him to punish him and we do that by destroying what he loves, which is you. You're nothing but a means to an end. What are you doing, James? I think we're done here. We can't be. We are. You have all the hallmarks of belief. Convinced you actually believe what you're telling me. I didn't at first, but uh, I do now. You're gonna declare me insane. I'm gonna concur with Dr. Fisher's findings that you're mentally incompetent at this time. Can't do that, James. And likely at the time the crimes are committed, rendering you unfit for execution. Can't do that. I can. And I will. Insane, James. You and I both know it. I'm not crazy. I'm sorry, Edward. You've been through a terrible ordeal and you're probably longing for an escape from all that you've been through, but I cannot morally say that you are sane. It would be murder. Why? Because I don't have $3.6 million? Is that it, James? We're done. Are we, James? I told you before you'd leave here today you would have committed three murders. And I told you that wasn't going to happen. Say, James, what's Melanie up to today? As a matter of fact, what's she up to right now? She doesn't have a clue you're about to break up with her, does she? Of course, you're not gonna until you have somebody else lined up, but right, because you're that kind of guy. Well, you already have your sights on somebody, don't you? Yeah, I can smell it all the way from here. She thinks she's doing this to maintain the relationship. She'd like to have a child with you, James. But you're just not, 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 not quite ready yet, are you? After all, you're only 35. Imagine the joy in your little Cinderella's heart when she realizes she's butchered the baby in her belly for nothing. 
Look, I don't know what you think you know, but any decision that was made between me and my girlfriend was her choice. Oh, I think we both know better, James. Stop it. Don't you think you should be there when it's being done? I said stop Hold it. Hold her hand, maybe? I'll tell you what you could do, James. You could walk right there to the guard station, pick up that cell phone, make a phone call that stops everything in its tracks. You could apologize to her, tell her you made a horrible mistake, that you love her. You want to spend the rest of your life with her. You want to marry her, and you want to hold that child. James, you could tell her that. You could make your life about sacrificial love, and you could play live-in therapist for the rest of your life. I can't do that. No, James, why not? It's, it's complicated. That's my boy, James. That's him. Oh, I think I do, James. I think I understand. It's another problem. Easily solved, though, isn't it? That's not it. I can't care about it, but I'm... What? I'm not ready to be a father. Uh... It's, it's, it's her body. She can, she can do what she wants. Do what thou wilt. That shall be the whole of the law. And son of a... who, who are you to judge me? This is my life. I, I can live it the way I want. Yes, James! I couldn't have said it better myself. But it's still murder. Says who? Says all of creation, James. The creator creates, and we destroy, and we do all of it through you. We always have. Did you forget your history, Jimmy? Even in ancient times, the archdemon Moloch was celebrated by tossing infants into flaming bonfires, accompanied, of course, by the beating of drums to drown out the screaming. Later on, they erected a giant bronze statue with outstretched arms, kindling fires beneath the palms. And when they toss a little infant into those open palms, they'd flinch at the red-hot metal, but then they'd willingly roll themselves off into the flames. What does any of that have to do with me? Oh, nothing, James! Especially since the priests now wear surgical scrubs. The killing takes place in the wounds. So there's no screaming to be heard anyway. And the remains are tossed into gas-fired crematoriums. No, James, no, 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 no. There's no parallel whatsoever to you. Can you imagine the agony the carpenter feels when we rip a child to pieces inside its own mother's womb? Because that's what we do, James. You and us. We do that together. You're sick. Yeah. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me, James. Can you feel it? Can you feel it, James? It's starting to happen. Your unborn son. It's now on our altar. Here it comes. In five, four, three, two, one! And all hell rejoices, James! Welcome back to Crypto Warfare. I am Z Baby. I'm Drewski. What's going on, guys? He sounds so thrilled. 
<laughs> we're just tired, folks. We are just really freaking tired. Grinding. And make sure that we both talk really loud. I mean, yeah. we don't scream, but... Yeah, yeah, because we both have babies sleeping in the house. Mm-hmm. So. Those babies will attack us. Uh, first of all, I'm going to... I'm going to pray real quick because I know we're getting a lot of technical difficulties. So, uh, Father God, thank you for this day. And uh, I pray that you just bless everybody that's listening and uh, other people that are going to be listening as well. God, I pray that you open minds and uh, open hearts, Lord, to listen to your word. And that uh, and that you just give us a good week, God, and you protect us and keep your hand over this podcast and all of our friends and family, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. All right. Well, I guess you want me to start? Yes, please. All right, guys. Basically, we're going to talk about this movie called Nefarious. Um, I'm going to kind of break down some things biblically on certain things that it that the movie talked about. And uh, honestly, for all in all, like it, it was probably one of the probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long, long time. And when it comes to demon possession, it's not Hollywoodized. It's as about as close to. To me, it represents like the new, if if Jesus came across that man on the island that was demon-possessed, that's basically what it, basically on like what it reminds me of. Well, anyways, I'm going to first start out with this, guys, since we're talking about demons. Um, in Ephesians, Paul talks about, uh, for in Ephesians 6.12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Uh, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, and against uh, spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Have you ever had a close encounter with the unknown? Have you stumbled upon a conspiracy that's just too strange to be true? Well, now's your chance to share it with the world. Our Cryptid and Conspiracy podcast is on the hunt for the most intriguing and unexplained stories. And we want to hear from you. Submit your tale by voice message or email, and join us as we delve into the mysterious world of cryptids and conspiracies. So don't keep your story to yourself. Let's explore the unexplained together. Get in touch, and let's make some noise. Links in the show notes. Uh, if you guys are listening, I'm gonna. If you guys want to take notes, take notes because I dug a lot into this. Okay, and then also it states uh, in Ephesians four twenty seven. Uh, reminds us to don't give a place to don't give a place for the devil. Um, it's it's kind of interesting because me and D were talking uh, yesterday, and uh, there's three aspects. There's three things that that demons, fallen angels, or Satan can enter your life. Um, certain certain doors you open. It's your eyes what you see, your ears, what you listen to, and your mouth on what you speak or say. Um, yeah, you know, because words have power. And um, so, but like you said, um, just be careful on what you watch, what you listen to. And uh, yeah, so, and also, you know, the Bible says uh, in Luke 19, um, also too, behold, I give you to tread uh, on serpents and scorpions. And uh, all over, all the, basically all over the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. And that's the thing is that, as believers in God, we have to remind ourselves, and we have to, we have to realize that we do have authority in Jesus. Without Jesus, we cannot combat these things at all, whatsoever. Um, I'm going to say it out loud: Buddha won't help you, Muhammad won't help you, 
um, all these other demigods and um, I call them doctrines of demons, but Jesus, Jesus is the only way. And that's the only controversy about our about our religion and Christianity is that there's only one way, and that's through Jesus. But I've seen it. Um, I've lived it. Zooks lived it um, when it comes to like seeing demon possession and stuff. But there's a difference between oppression and possession. The guy on the Farius, he was straight up possessed. And... <laughs> There is a big difference. Um, so basically, I'm going to break this down for you guys. Okay. So oppression and possession are two different things. A Christian can never be possessed, but they can sure as heck be oppressed. For someone to be possessed, they must willingly give control to a demonic spirit. There's always an entrance for the devil to come in and take possession over a person. No devil has power. Basically, 1 John 3 8. Um, basically, uh, no devil has power to move a pencil, let alone hijack a person's body. There must be an entrance of some sort. So, basically, like, like I said, that comes into play when um, you're willingly give control to a demonic spirit. Let's say, uh, I've seen this a lot. Um, I've came across a lot of cases with this. There's Ouija boards involved. Um, hmm. People people yep. just think it's all fun and games. In reality, it's not. Um, the uh, the product, uh, the Ouija board, um, when it was made by, was it made by like Mattel? Um, before they started mass producing that, it was basically handcrafted and uh, produced by Mattel when Mattel was very low in the whole toy industry when they were starting out they used to have uh they used to have witches come in and cast spells over that board game and um yeah you know just got to be careful when you're playing certain games like that because you're basically opening a door you're inviting demons to come in your house and you're also willingly open to give them control over you and um yeah uh that's that's one way also to another way is um you know, yeah, I want to add just, real quick to you, ahead, like ahead, when people ahead. think that they, um, I just want to say when people think that they're um, closing out their sessions on the Ouija board by, you know, saying goodbye, because this is something that I thought was true, but no, like once you open the door, they'll let that stuff in, like it's there, yep. like, That's and it, it can literally follow you everywhere. You can move wherever you want to, but those demons, once they're uh, pretty much assigned to you at that point, it's because you mm -hmm. let them, I, yeah. I don't know, it's just crazy. Yeah, and then the only way, the only way you can get them to leave is, example, um, how it talks about when uh, when Jesus was uh, was talking to that guy who was demon-possessed. It's the only way demons can leave you is, is, is through the power of Jesus Christ. That's it, hands down. But here's the thing, is that it also talks about, too, if, um, if someone who is demon-possessed and let's say hypothetically someone goes in there and exercises that demon. Well, if that person doesn't take the steps to have a relationship with Jesus, to grow in him, to read his word, to, you know, to do all that, if he just goes back to the same thing, well, that demon's going to come back seven times with more stronger demons with him. And he's going to enter that person again. So, um, 
you know, God doesn't compete with other gods, hands down. And that's the key is that if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, the devil really can't enter you. He can't do anything about it because you're basically bought by the blood of Jesus. And, um, but anyways, yeah. So going back to the, um, going back to the, to the things where you give authority to these entities, you know, you're opening up doors. Like I said, it's with your eyes, your ears, and your mouth, you know, and what you listen to is a big thing too. The type of music you listen to, if you look at Hollywood right now and all the music industry with all these different rappers and, and, and metal artists, they, right now, it's getting so bad where Satan isn't hiding no more at all. He's not. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they'll even throw it around like on the billboards that flash up yeah, on the screen. Yeah. And yeah, I, I heard some guys, rapper recently like, too, and too, just saying like, well, if this is hell, come join me. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and not only that too. Like, if you look at like, oh God, Eminem, like one of his um, um, musics, he he talks about um, how he made a deal with the devil, just like Snoop Dogg. There's also like a lot of like metalheads that did that too. Um, but yeah, you just guys gotta gotta be careful on what type of music like you're listening to because you're inviting that in your house, and when those entities are in your house with you unwilling with you not knowing they claim ground and that leads to so many other things with demonic spirits if you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd then look no further than drew's tags drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports space travel military cryptids and beyond whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun, Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. And also like demonic attacks as well. That's where you get poltergeists, ghosts, whatever like that. And uh, but yeah, anyway. So, like I said, there's a there's a there's a big difference between oppression and possession. Uh, possession, a demon fully takes control. Oppression is more like oh gosh, let's say as uh, as believers in Jesus, you know, like certain things are like stressing you out, or you have like um, oh Zuck, help me out here. Uh, basically, the definition of oppression says that it's an abuse of power or an authority. So in reality, who gives the devil authority to come in and beat us down? This may not be the answer you guys are looking for, but it's not your mom. It's not your dad. It ain't the way you were raised or the fact that you were an orphan, hypothetically. It's not because your mom left your dad. I'm just basically just throwing out all these hypothetical situations uh, because I used to be like that too. I used to just play like the blame game. The only person that can empower the devil is you, yourself. Just take a good hard hard look in the mirror. Uh, The Bible says in Hosea, my people perish for lack of knowledge, whether knowingly or them unknowingly because... You were never taught on this stuff. Um, uh, yeah, so, but but you are the one. Like, you can control the doors you open when the devil knocks. 
you can control that. You can't control the music you listen to. You can control the things you watch. Um, yeah. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just throwing that out there on that. Yeah, but, the day, you know, everything is a choice. So. Yeah, it is, you know, and you always come to a crossroads, you know, good or bad. So, and demons um, dwell where they, where access is given. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but looking at like a lot of like demonic possession cases, like a lot of them started with Jonasy and graveyards and Ouija boards, man. That's, yeah. that's just the name of the game, dude. And the scary thing is a lot of um, satanic cults and stuff, talking to one of my buddies, he was an ex-Satanist, they actually breed babies for this. They actually have um, sex occult rituals, just like Lester Crowley and stuff. And uh, they, you know, some of these kids have no choice. And that's the sad thing is that they breed these kids into that like satanic cult. And they, you know, yeah, it's just, it's very sad. But anyways, um, the three main categories can cause open doors. This is very interesting. Inheritance. Demons can be inherited through a bloodline from one generation to another, like I was telling you just now. In satanic cults, they breed and uh, they try to pass the spirits from one generation to another. Uh, they can be passed on when, loved, when a loved one dies. Demons are not people. They are spirits, and therefore they don't die with the person. They just move on. And that was a perfect example in uh, Nefarious. I'm just going to spoil it, guys. I'm just going to blow it. Who cares? Um, this guy's name is Edward. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. This guy's name is Edward, and uh, he's the one that has the demon's uh, nefarious end to him. Well, Nefarious wants Edward to die because he's basically done with him. So demons can't be at all kinds of locations at once. They can only be in one spot. Well, but they can jump from person to person to person, so on and so forth. So, and another thing, um, and, and and that's what happened in the movie was after Edward died, Nefarious jumped into another person, um, because that person left op left left open access for him to do that. Um. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, a person may also be born with demons. Um, which can be enabled in the one's DNA, blood, and system. This is why certain diseases such as cancers or even, uh, I'm not going to go there because this is somebody's opinion. I'm not going to say that. Anyways, uh, their cycles may continue until someone chooses to stop them by repenting and seeking deliverance. That's why you have like family curses and stuff like that. Um, or if not, like certain, I know certain people um, that pass on one generation to another like ghosts poltergeists, stuff like that. Um, demons can be inherited through unwanted pregnancies. Um, demons may gain access into a baby while in the mother's womb. If the baby is unwanted or conceived, this was pretty interesting. Uh, if the baby was unwanted when conceived or if the pregnancy was unplanned, these can become open doors. Parents may unknowingly pronounce curses over their children in these situations allowing the demons to reject or to enter, which may result in rebellion in the child's life. Uh, when pregnant, be sure to speak God's blessings instead of curses over your baby. Um, 
trust God to help you through difficult situations that may have uh, come about the result of pregnancy. Well, that ain't like, that's not like fully like demonic possession or oppression, right? That's basically like, you know, like, like example, like I'm, I'm going to throw it out there for y'all. Um, I struggled with lust so bad and um, stuff like that. And when it came to my parents, they were very, uh, they were very, you know, lustful and sexual. They had a lot of partners and stuff and that they never really broke that curse. They never really taught me how to deal with it. So that kind of got passed down to me. And like, I know like certain, certain friends, um, their addictions to alcohol, you know, because their parents were alcoholics and, you know, or drugs, you know, like example, you know, like drug babies, you know, um, but those certain things have a, attaches to those things. And, uh, yeah, I just, I thought, I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, let's see. And the second one is intrusion. Demons can invade as a result of a broken home. Yeah, I've seen that. I've personally seen that. Um, there may be consequences to, a, a vulnerable or young children who grow up in a broken home, which can have damage effects. A demon's of anger, resentment, hatred may enter these uh, unfortunate circumstances. This can sadly result in a children leading to life of poverty, divorce, brokenness, jail at times, uh, and the inability to make life better for themselves. God hates divorce because he sees broken families. Anyways, um, but yeah, um, I am a, a fact of that uh, when it comes to, to anger and stuff and resentment. Um, my parents were divorced, but like I said, though, you have the power to, um, I don't, shouldn't say Jesus has the power, but you have free will uh, to go in one way or another. You can choose to be the victim or you can choose to be an overcomer. So you don't have to let these certain things dictate on who you are. But like I said, like demons have access to those certain things. And with those things that I struggled with uh, when it came to being in, in like a divorced home, um, I, had to, I had to go to therapy for that, you know. But I had to ask God to help me with that stuff. But anyways, yeah, but going back to Nefarious, like when it came to him, he was fully crazy, like possessed when it came to that. He had thousands and thousands of demons in him. Um, AKA Legion. And uh, it talks about that in scripture too, when Jesus came mm -hmm. across that, that, that man. Um, and those demons told him, asked Jesus, are you here to torment us at this time? And God said, no. And he's like, shut up, you know, tell him to shut up basically. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Go ahead, Zuck. You got anything, man? No, I was going to say, this is something that, um, is, is a little bit more recent, just something you said made me think about it, but it's it's a self-deliverance. And I have, I, I love listening to the podcast that just cover demonic things because I want to understand it better. And because we need to know what we're up against, guys, like every day, have an open mind to learn. Um, that's something I'd highly recommend you for life. Um, but yeah, I heard this this woman talking and, and she was talking about it. And I learned this this very interesting term. It's called micro-shimmerism. And when you look in, look into it, it actually, um, doctors and science, biology, all this stuff will tell you what it is. And they're still trying to figure out what it is, but it makes you think of just, uh, how, how amazing 
God is and how he created everything. But basically, um, the memories from our past and our ancestors and stuff is literally linked to our DNA. So when people talk about um, being reincarnated <clears throat> and stuff, that's actually not that person. Um, like, that person is dead. Like, once we're dead, we're dead. You either go to yeah, one place no or another. And yeah, there ain't no coming back. Yeah, and, and but but their memories are literally attached to our DNA. So the person that we could have seen, we on down the road, like we could have been somehow linked to them, and that they could be like a distant relative. Um, and we could have had a vision, like what happened to them, like just before they died. And I mean, because I mean, because I have actually read about stuff like this, and I've seen um, videos on it where there have been uh, crimes. Um, and murderers found because of this kid. I don't know. He said that he was was killed and and all this stuff. And and here here's where he was. And they found and then anyway, the team went there. They found all the evidence they needed. And they ended up finding the guy who killed um, the previous person. So reincarnation is is not real, but it's fascinating when you really like. I'm actually going to write a little mini book that explains microshimerism because it's a very very fascinating thing. But unfortunately, um, the dealings that our ancestors made. Um, I mean, and this links back to freaking like, um, I know to, let's see. Yeah. I, I would say to Noah, like it links back a really, really long time. Um, and it's great. Uh -oh. Um, but, but it, it's fascinating. Um, I'm sorry guys. I, I, I got super spaced out. I'm trying to think how to make this make up, make, uh, quite a bit of sense. Um, but yet yeah, they could have made like sacrifices to other gods or all these other things and once you know their bodies are used up and they die like those demons have nowhere else to go except for the next in line which unfortunately would be the next descendant and then eventually it leads to us um but you have to rebuke these demons it will take research and a lot of prayer and definitely Fasting. ask for god to send down a legion of angels to help you through this because you need it but when i was doing her um self-deliverance which um, she, she is going to be on, on, on the podcast. Um, it's just a matter of time. Cause I reached out to her today and she's, she's really cool. Um, but it's, it's crazy. And if you're wondering how long this will take, like it was instant. I'm not kidding. Like it was instant for me. And I noticed all these stuff, like my son started screaming up from nightmare and he started having more nightmares and then he even acted weird toward us. And he's two and a half uh, for, the, for the whole week. He was acting really weird toward us. Whenever we talk about Jesus or praying before we ate, he would just run away or scream or just say, no, no, no. Um, and, and he didn't do that. Like, he's just a very bubbly kid. So, um, and then I know with me, like I had a lot of, um, like I, I was an extremely lustful person. I mean, I'm not perfect yet. Never will be till I'm in heaven. But I didn't notice it till like, uh, I think yesterday I'm like, dude, I haven't really had a lot of, since I did this, I don't know, th that whole deliverance, like it was, it was wild. Um, and then, yeah, one of these days we're gonna have to look up water demons because those oh, are, yeah. are pretty, well, I know with, with lust and stuff, like there's a lot associated to lust and, and, and also whenever there are abortions and stuff, like those are at being, those are sacrificed babies and chances are those, um, the women oh. who choose to do divorce most of the time, those like their mothers more than likely did divorce. Not in every case, probably, but it, it's weird. And then when you trace that further, further back, it's because the, their their ancestors gave up their babies as well for a sacrifice. Like it's it's really freaking weird. Well, it's kind of funny you actually 
said that because I'm actually going to talk about that. The God Molech, how it talks about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay. So anyways, uh, anyways, yeah. So guys, uh, like I said, uh, the three main categories that can cause open doors. Well, of course, your eyes, your mouth, your ears, what you listen to. But it's also to inheritance, intrusion. And the last one is uh, involvement. Um, involvement in the occult, willful engagements. When it comes to that, practice the arts, occult, witchcraft, things of demonic nature, uh, bringing demonic objects and possession into your house, reading demonic books. There's this thing, too, uh, John Ramirez was talking about. He's his ex-warlock. Um, he was talking about charged objects. Really got to be careful on certain things we bring in our homes. It can be um, it can be statues. It can be certain candles. Um like if you buy from certain areas. But um, example, um, Zick was just telling me about this a while ago. Um, one of our old pastors went out of country on a mission trip, came back. Well, he brought this thing, heirloom, back with him from another country. And there was a demon attached to this. And it started to wreak havoc in this house. And they finally zeroed it down and found out what it was. And they prayed over the house and they got that thing out of there. And then it just, everything stops. So um, if demons can't attach themselves to people, they attach themselves to objects. That's where you get that, um, like that demonic doll. What was it? Oh, Robert, that one where like it's, it's aged. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Or if not houses, that's where you get like territorial um, demons claim like territories as well. Um, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's, where you that's get, associated with yeah. blood too. Yeah. Um, anyways, yes. Anyways, yes. So, um, like I said, involvement. So that that's number three. Um, oh, hold on. Sorry. Uh, D asked a really good question. So, what are some tactics and methods alongside of prayer? Uh, can we all do to get rid of demons completely? Well, to be honest, we will well, never one hundred percent. I'm do glad it. he. I'm glad he said that because how to remain free from demons, but you know you're always going to be in a spiritual battle no matter what. You're never going to be free until God casts them down into hell. But you can be free from possession, and you're, you're always going to be attacked, D, because you have this big circle on your back, but we can always be proactive too to keep these things at bay. Am I right, Zook? And yeah. it's kind of And it's kind of funny you sent that because the next part of the notes are how to remain free from demons. Basically, a short and sweet answer is to live pure, to keep your eyes and ears pure by keeping the gates um, and the doors of your life closed. Uh, basically, to these flies is what I call them. <laughs> You'll be able to live life that is holy and sanctified. Um, and, you know, you're basically controlling your vessel and sanctification um, uh, to God. Uh, like I said, you know, just watch your eyes, watch your mouth, and watch your ears. And that's one thing I am bad about is my mouth. Other than that, my eyes and ears mm -hmm. are pretty good. But like my mouth, <laughs> it's one thing I'm trying to stop is my swearing. So that's, yeah, that's one thing I'm really trying to trying to do good. Um, but anyways, yeah, so, but. Zuck so what's your favorite swear word? <laughs> it rhymes with yuck. No, um. <laughs> So, oh, duck. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but guys, um, take notes because I'm going to write down a bunch of scriptures that that can that can help you through these times. Um, 
anyways, uh, but other than that, um, if you guys are, are battling, battling the demonic spirits, um, identify the open door, whatever it is. It can be porn. It can be drugs. It could be whatever. You know, just identify it and uh, repent, renounce it, and seek deliverance from God. And also find a deliverance minister that can, you know, that can, you know, that can pray for you. Okay, here we go, guys. Take some notes. Uh, Philippians 4.8. Uh, that's a big one. Um, anyways, yeah, we have authority, uh, to conquer and to, to fight and to conquer Satan and his demons. Um, and a believer can cast out, uh, demons through the power of Jesus Christ, Ephesians 1, 21 through 22. And then there's Mark three fifteen. That's a good one. Matthew 10, 1, Mark 6, verse 7, Luke 9, verse 1. Luke 10 verse 19 and uh, I'll have uh, I'll forward all this to Zook that way you can put it in the show notes that you guys can have a copy um, anyways it also talks about man's authority over the devil that's the thing that's taboo in churches nowadays and no one really, really, really likes to talk about is spiritual warfare and uh, honestly it's kind of sad there's a lot of Christians out there that are starting not to believe in hell or the devil are kind of picking and choosing, but guys, he's there, and that's his biggest win is to make people think he's not real. So, and we have to remember our authority in Jesus Christ. So, here it is the 23 Bible verses, a man's authority over the devil. Here it goes Mark 3, verse, 15, uh, verse 15, Matthew 10, verse 1, Mark 6, verse 7, Luke 9, verse 1. Luke 10, verse 19, Mark 6, verse 13, Matthew 10, verse 8, Luke 10, verse 17. Uh, it, guys, it just keeps going and going. And I've got like so much notes, but I will put these notes, give them to Zook, and he'll put them in the show notes. So, um, so here is like going back to what Zook said um, with uh, with the whole abortion thing. There's this scene in Nefarious where he talks about uh, abortion. Spoiler alert. The, uh, <laughs> the therapist that was interviewing him, his girlfriend was um, about to get an abortion, but he wasn't there with her because he had to deal with Nefarious, right? Well, Nefarious called it out. Of course, you know, demons, they study you, you know, just like, just like God assigns angels to you, Satan assigns demons to you. That's you ever wonder why sometimes you're trying to to kick a sin and it's really really hard to stop because demons know your weak points because they study you since you were born. They put these little subtle things in you. You know that's why right off the bat, like when we're born, we're born into sin. And right off the rip, we're already having demons uh, attack us, you know, like right off the bat. And that's why as parents, we have to teach our kids good things. Um, like, hey, don't hit. Hey, don't steal. Hey, don't bite. Hey, don't lie. <laughs> and uh, Dude, and yeah. it's crazy too when I'm telling my son, hey, buddy, don't hit. He doesn't understand why, but he gets uh, like he laughs about it. And I'm like, man, our sinful natures. <laughs> I know. It's, it's funny, man. But um, yeah. But anyways, so um, but anyways, but going back to that to that scene, anyways, the 
the therapist's uh, girlfriend was going to get an abortion, but the demon called that out like, hey, you know, yada, yada, yada. And the therapist was like, you know what, man, that's her body, her choice. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, just like just like how it was, you know, with the entity Molech, um, how we used to how we used to sacrifice uh, children to him. Um, so basically, uh, Molech, he was a he was considered a child devourer. Um, it's parallels basically uh, to abortions nowadays, but he said that um, there's only one difference is that the priests that sacrifice kids to Molech. Nowadays, the priests wear scrubs. <laughs> so, doggy. Get ready for some monster size entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our Cryptid and Conspiracies podcast for just a few coins a month. And listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures and conspiracies and commercial free bliss. Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. Yeah, so uh, I was like, Dang. Dang. toes. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Whatever it is, what it is. So, anyways, anyways, yeah. So the so the demon Molech, um, it was a name of basically just like a small like demigod, uh, basically to whom uh, human sacrifices were made, um, and uh, and it occupied the southern part of modern Jordan, which is today. That's basically where that whole bronze statue was at. And the sad part is um, when they would uh, sacrifice babies, they would throw the babies in the fire and they would drown out the screams with the beating of the drums. You know, and then also too, when they erected like the bronze statue of him, they would lay the babies on the hands of the of the statue of Molech, but they would have raging fires underneath the hands. And the babies would roll off because of the heat, and they'd fall in the fire. So, so basically, we just um, nowadays we just modernized that, and we made it more humane to kill babies. So I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> anyways, here's a good verse for you guys: uh, "You shall not give any of your children to devote them by fire to Molech." And so profane the name of your God. That's in Leviticus 18.21. And it talks about Molech in there. Because there was a big thing going on with there with spiritual wickedness. And um, anyway, so. But I'm going to break that down too with the whole spiritual wickedness in high places and principalities and stuff. But Zook, you, you, you got anything, brother? No, man, right. I'm just sitting back and enjoying the show. Right. Well, I mean, learning some things. <laughs> I think it's very good because so, too many people are afraid to um, add specific detail. But I think a lot of people need to hear, hear the hard truth for it to actually make sense. Like, like no, this is <laughs> this is real. Yeah. And what's funny is, um, is being like an ex-law enforcement. Whenever, it's funny being ex-law enforcement whenever... Um, <laughs> You know, they say my body, my choice, it's, it is what it is, you know, but they say the baby isn't real until it, until it exits the womb, right? But now they're having these laws in California and stuff where the baby's like, like two weeks or three weeks or something like that. They can still, you know, ax it out. But the thing I don't get is that, let's say um, if the baby isn't a baby until it exits the womb, right? Well, if you go get in a car accident and you kill 
a mother who's pregnant, that's double homicide. That's double murder. And that's what they count it as. So it ain't just one homicide, it's two. Because they count that baby as a person. It's kind of funny. How does that work? Yeah, there's so much stuff that doesn't make well. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not saying America's falling apart because there are a lot of Americans who are actually stepping up. Um, I think America as these elites. A, yeah. Oh, well, I think America can't. It, America's not a Christian country anymore. There's no damn way. I no. think people are certain people are. Yeah. Um, but you know. It's just like the Israelites, you know, when they're in Egypt, you're not going to say Egypt was a Christian country. Hell no. The certain people were, though, in Egypt, you know. But anyways. Ah, yeah, so, but guys, I've got scripture for days on this stuff. Like I said, I'll have Zuck put it in the show notes. But yeah, but like I said, as far as the movie Nefarious, guys, check it out. It's worth your time. It definitely put a fire in my... A double S, um, just a nice, just a, just to talk to, just to talk more to people about Jesus. Because in reality, guys, we only got one shot in this life, hands down, one shot. And every single person you come across and talk to is either going to two places, heaven or hell. That's it. The absence of God or with God. And that was a big sobering thing. And what's sad is that people are caught in the crossfire that are possessed and. The sad thing is, is that when they come to without the demon in them, they don't know what the heck's going on. They have missing time. They don't know what they did. And they're just basically just being used as a puppet. And um, and it really, really pisses me off. And um, it just, the whole thing just, the whole thing just angers me, guys. But like I said, we only got one shot in this life. Let's make it count because when we face God on Judgment Day, that's a sobering thing, and that's the one thing I don't want to hear from him is, uh, Andrew, get away from me. I never knew you. Or um, the thing I really want to hear is, well done, good and faithful servant. But, guys, I'm only telling you this, guys, because I love you guys. I want you guys to know the truth. And um, if I piss some people off for it, well, then so be it. I'd rather piss you off than, than love you the hell, than hide the truth from you. But, um, guys, I just hope you guys really take a good hard look on certain things in your life that maybe you're addicted to, that maybe you're struggling with. Um, maybe you let certain entity, like certain entities in your life that have control of you on certain things. It can be pornography. It can be drugs. It can be drinking. It can be compulsive eating. Um, it could be anger. Uh, just, you know, all kinds of things. Just take a good hard look at yourself and uh, break that, you know, with the power of Jesus Christ, you know, break that. And, um, and you can be an overcomer. But anyways, um, yeah, so like I said, you guys got time? Go watch Nefarious. It's an eye-opener. Of course, I knew a lot of that stuff, but it definitely, after me and my wife watched it, we were just like, oh, man. It brought up a lot of memories back when I was in law enforcement, though I tell you what, seeing that stuff I buried. <laughs> so... Yeah, but that's all I got, Zook. No, man, it, it, it's so wild, too, how long this stuff has been around. Um, <clears throat> well, even as far back before people can even write. Like, Bro, like they, would, they would try to draw it. 
and and that's the crazy thing is that that's what it's if you guys go see this movie this demon this entity that's talking to this therapist literally breaks down on why their mission is to kill us from the inside out why it's their life's mission to do what they do and it's like jeez oh man like honestly none of this stuff matters it doesn't this house don't matter clothes don't matter like like the next big thing like when it comes to like the new car gun whatever you know nothing matters man the only thing that matters is is telling the truth to people you know but you don't want to be like and to me that's what that's what killed christianity was like the religious nuts that go up to people and say you're going to hell and all this stuff no man just love on people be friends with them and eventually they're going to notice something different and they're going to ask you and that god gives you an opening to talk about it or you know just keep loving on people and then learn and then earn that trust and you know there you know how it is like with your friends you know you guys always talk about problems and god leaves an open door for you to talk about how god's helped you in certain things you know stuff like that just planting seeds man that's all it is you know so, but anyways, that's what I got. No, oh. Yeah, that, that's really good. Like, um, we'll chill for a few minutes. So if you guys have any questions, you can pick our brains, ask us, ask us. This, and then, uh, yeah, then we can dip out. What's cool, though, is that, man, in demonic spirits and that basically have been identified in scripture in the old testament let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen fifteen times it talks about certain entities right um a jealous spirit in numbers five fourteen the evil spirit in first samuel 16 a lying spirit in first kings a broken spirit in proverbs a wounded spirit in proverbs a spirit oh that's a good one the spirit of egypt those are basically like they're like titles of these entities right you have princes you have principalities is what they are in high places they're like basically how hell is structured and how demons are structured they're kind of they're it's basically like militarized right you got your head honcho which is say and then you have a certain entities that are um they're they're spiritual high beings and you got principalities and you got rulers and all that stuff and they just go on and basically in like a pyramid guys it's like a pyramid it just fluctuates down you got your rulers and you got your soldiers like your demon soldiers and um yeah so it's just pretty really interesting i got like a demonology book i read up on Moloch. um yeah it's yeah good stuff though you know Dang, yeah you, you gotta know your enemy guys you gotta know who you're fighting that's what some some Christians, and I mean, I know you know this, but whenever me and my buddy we went up to um, Salem Mass and we went to the church of the Satanic Temple, which was just a black house by the bay, um, mm -hmm. a lot of Christians would be like, "Man, why did you do that?" Like, I'm like, "Well, how 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 else can you understand what you're up against unless you actually study it?" I'm like, yeah, I'm not yeah. looking to follow it; I just want to understand it. And yeah, times were hard after I left there, um, but. You know, it's it's fascinating as as Christians, and I've heard this from witches and 
and others as well, but Christians literally give off a light. So it's, it's no joke when Jesus says, no, you are the light of the earth and to shine your light on, on others and to just share the message and just God's love. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, how true, like, yes, some people like it's a metaphor and I'm like, no, it's actually true. Like in the spiritual realm, um, we do actually shine like beacons out and it's pretty cool. Well, I need to, I'm uh, also, yeah, I'm also going to give you, um, for D and for anybody who wants it, I got a crap ton of like combat scriptures you guys can use. If you guys are struggling with anything or certain things in your house or just life, you know, every day, you know, you guys can like recite these things and, you know, these are like promises of God. So in your Bible. So if you guys don't have one, get one. But anyways, that's all I got. Love you guys. And, um, I guess we only have three people on here, but who cares? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, it could be that one person, man. It's cool. Yeah, we had um, we had quite a bit, and yeah, guys, we're gonna start doing this on Fridays. Um, uh, it, some some Fridays it probably won't be both of us; just one of we we'll might have to work or something like that. But yeah, we're gonna be more consistently doing this more often. But yeah, you'll see it. Um, yeah, on the channel, I'll definitely put up a postings that we're doing a live but it'll be around 10 to 10 30 central standard time yeah all right guys oh call him d says love y'all love you too man hey (laughs) sorry but hey guys remember um like i said you know i i try to end my podcast with this all the time um you know in ephesians 6 12 we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against rulers against authorities and against powers of this dark world and against spiritual forces in the heavenly realms, guys. So the battle isn't most of the time. It isn't physical. It's mainly it's spiritual. So it's a head. It's a mind game. But all right, that's all yeah, I got. Seriously. Yeah, and, and on that, I just want to add just to seriously look into um, the what is it, spiritual armor. Um like that stuff is is super legit, guys. Um, yeah, and Ephesians, uh, and, yeah. and all of us have our own unique armor. And w- when you pray and stuff, you can learn what you what you're having and what you're actually fighting against. Because I actually saw that my legs were chained up, um, and that was holding me back from careers and opportunities. Uh, and and this was something I found like last week, but it's weird. I thought it was weird that I had this quick vision, but it was nope. I like saw my legs chained up from lead, uh, but anyway, yeah, because I know uh, the demons and the devil—they don't really want you to uh, get very far in life if you plan to preach and teach the message and and also um, help others too along the way. Well, if you look so, at uh, if you look at what's that one girl, China, like that rapper, that girl, she was in uh, like the music industry and. Well, anyways, she had her life radically changed. She um, she accepted Jesus Christ. She got baptized, and she had a big um, Baphomet tattoo on her back of a uh, of that statue of Satan. You know, with the goat head, the boobs, the feet, everything. Well, okay. she got that laser removed. But, anyways, yeah. So they're totally like Hollywood, like axing her, dude. So, but she did the right thing, though, man. Dang. Okay, that, that's wild. I think I'm, I know oh. who you might be talking about because I, I watched then, her being interviewed. 
old D's favorite scriptures, Romans eight twenty eight. My man, that's what I'm talking about. But anyways, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna forge you a bunch of uh like I call them combat scriptures. That way, people could can have them. So I'm gonna Sweet put them in the show. Well, notes. Um, I will do that right after this. Yes. <laughs> What are these short messages? Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in and can't wait till next time. All right. Oh, D. Hey, D. What up, bro? What up, D? How are you doing, Call D? Call him D. Hey, guys, if you guys um get a chance, check Call him D out on uh, Spotify. His songs, man. Crush. I, me and my daughter were just listening to him. What was it? The the one uh oh yeah already know that's a good one somebody to pray and something mm-hmm. to feel. that's a good one <laughs> that's all i got man so all right guys uh well you guys uh be well i couldn't think of anything clever that was stupid anyway sleep good guys it's uh getting late here bye all right later Yeah, somebody pray for I lose it. Uh, riding through the city, I be cruising. And don't be messing with the vibe, that's a cold man. A conversation probably have to be on hold, man. I gotta tell him, be the one, don't stress. It. Am I the only one that's seeing that you're blessed now? I'm really praying for the ones trying to grow, man. The first thing you gotta do is let it go, man. I got zero time and space to try to be a hero with no care. That's why I got zero time to waste But I be playing it cool Yeah, I be playing it cool Look at your neighbor, man Somebody pray for I lose it Somebody pray for I lose it Don't really know what I'm doing Somebody pray for I lose it Cause life ain't nothing but a movie Figured out the role that I play I really ain't worried about tomorrow I'd rather try to make it through the day Sometimes you gotta be like MJ Step back and hit the fadeaway Cause doing me is really what works, man You see a younger trying to make a way Cause I know that some pieces are missing I see that my mindset is shifting I have to stick to my mission it's way more than life than just living I know I'm a vessel but bear with me I have to see you in my vision If not then I made my decision That I gotta leave alone So much going on, no, no, no Somebody pray for I lose it Somebody pray for I lose it Don't really know what I'm doing Somebody pray for I lose it.